before we start today's episode, I just wanted to remind you guys I'm going to be in Portland, Oregon, September 15, 16, 17, and 18th at Harvey's Comedy Club. I'll see you there the whole weekend. Bye. So what happened? What did you did you almost get kicked out of this hotel? Is this? We're recording. We're recording. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into it, but you know, uh, there's rules, and I, I'll be like, "Fuck those rules." The cleaning lady smelled it. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think it was the cleaning lady that snitched. I think it was someone else on the floor. You know, somebody who just wasn't cool with the whole program. God damn. There's always to- somebody at the party who wants to just call the police, you know, or, or the neighbor next door, or the music's too loud. It right. was one of those type of characters. I'm already sure of it. Yeah. An old, unhappy couple somewhere. There needs to be, like, a 420 floor. Like, they need to make... It should be the 20th floor. It should be the 20th floor of every hotel. Yeah. And you're on the 19th floor, so you fucked up. When you checked in, you should have been, like... I was one floor away. Yeah, man. That sucks. It's okay. I learned my lesson. So did they find you $300? We'll see when I check out, you know? Maybe they gave me a grace period. Maybe I just got that warning. Yeah. I can go downstairs and clear it up for you. I'd rather, I'd rather you just don't even <laughs> no. mention it. Um, no, I got to forget about it. I, somebody snitched on me one time because, like, there's a hotel where there's a gym and there was, like, an outdoor area right outside the gym and I would mm-hmm. go there to smoke every day. Mm-hmm. And some fucking cleaning guy. Hater ass, hater. Ratted on me and I got a phone call at my room when I went back and fucking got a warning. This is probably your warning. Yeah, that's what I hope. I hope it's just yeah. a warning. You're fine. So I'm saying you didn't you didn't smell anything when you got off the floor. No. Perfect. Well, then we're a Gucci. No, actually, I brought something. If you want to smoke. Mmm. Well, you know. But what? it won't it won't smell because it's a um, it's something discreet. Oh, you got the little little trigger thing. Yeah. I mean, hey, we're here. We're having fun. We're living life. You know. Whatever. You want to take a hit? <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> This feels like a setup. Like, uh, what? What? You, what? you, you think I'm a? You... Just trying to talk about drugs. You're yeah. Like the police right now. Like, oh. So where are the drugs at? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Like, no, but like, I also, Christ. but I also do drugs. If I... you want, I could cut this out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Maybe. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. You know what? Let's just We're start all... over. No, 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 no. Let's not start over. I, I want you to keep all of this, but I just want you to know that at this point, I want us to be on record that it got too druggy for me. And oh, okay, cool. okay. Sorry, it's cool. I should have it's asked cool. you if there's anything. But how would yeah, I know? It, but it's cool, I, and I'm not saying that you know these are bad things. But you know, you on, know, I, I'd rather. But you keep, live in California, like Lee is all. This is on the record conversation now. If this was a DM podcast, maybe we could get more specific into some of these things. But yeah, this, this is for the people, right? Right. It's for the people. It's for the people. Yeah, yeah. The people don't need to know anything more than. That, hey, I'm out here living life, enjoying life, and being a responsible adult. Okay, my bad. Yeah, but I'm a cool kid. He's black. <laughs> we need an employer. We need you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So... But what was the next topic oh, on the let's, syllabus you know what? to discuss? Let's, let's scratch all that. Let's start with my regular topic. Pooing, right? Yeah, I ta- I start out with pooing. So, did you take a shit today? I definitely did. I had a, I had a night, a morning after drinking shit. So like, I had one of those too. So like I was getting out like my last meal plus like the the liquor. It was like it was and it was a good healthy. It was a good healthy poop. Because it was super toxic. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Everything. Right, the night after you drink, yeah. like the poo is always like I could smell. Well, it's healthy the that gin. I'm, it's one healthy that I am pooing, uh, and then it's also healthy because my poo came out in a healthy form. Yeah, that's good. Not you know, not like little bits and pieces of like cocoa puffs. You know, those are like fragile poos that they get all messy to wipe too. I sh- took a shit today. <laughs> when I imagine, I, imagine you would. Yeah, no, and when I wipe, it's like. Do you prepare your wipes ahead of time? Do you fold the toilet paper ahead of time, or do you just take it off? All in one motion, just like grab and wipe? No, some people wait till after they're done shitting to grab the paper. But I sort of Oh, you prepare during the process. During, while I'm on the... You're shitting and folding. Yeah, are you a shitter? I mean, that's a very economic way of going about using your time in the stall. Um... I kind of, it depends on how the shit is going, you know, if it's a bad shit, I have a stomachache or something like that, I'm probably just going to be, you know, in my prayers and, uh, you know, just focus. You pray on the toilet? If it's getting bad. Pray for your poop? I pray for it to be over. I pray for God to take me through this rough patch, this period of pain. Oh, really? And uh, lead me out of this. And does he help you? Oh, yeah. Then all of a sudden you have that little... Like, you know, when it's over, pee, and you're like, all right, let's get out of here. Uh-huh. We're done. What What religion are you? I am Christian. Christian? Yes. You weren't sure about that. I don't really, like, promote the religion as much as I promote spirituality and, and a relationship with God. Yeah. In general. Right, so but it's I not like, believe, it's not like you I go to believe, church, do you? But I, I should go to church more, but I do believe in Jesus Christ. You do? You know, I don't know. You don't have you, but you go to church like what once a year? No, I go to church when I when I feel like it, when I get when I when I go. Yeah. Yeah. When people die as well, I right go to, to pay your respects. Yeah. Or go to a wedding. Yeah. I used to pray when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was told to pray, like all the time. Right. I was. I would pray on the toilet too because I would like have to like save my classmates from burning hell <laughs> you would you would just be tattletaling on your classmates on no the, on, because on the toilet like dear lord first of all Susie, she's a whore <laughs> she really needs your help and then, <laughs> timmy i think he's slow i like i think he's slow lord so can you speed him up a little bit well no i would ask god to help me get the guts to like ask the popular kids to bible study <laughs> but you weren't like a messenger like that Nah. When you pray, it's just more like a general. It's not like a praying to a specific God. Or are you? I'm I'm praying to God. Yeah. To one God. Yeah, to one God. My God. But I mean, but he's everybody's. I mean, it's everybody's God. I don't I don't like think of my God as only my God's. And no one else is God, or if you don't believe in exactly what You're I into believe. sharing your God. My, yeah, yeah. He is to be shared. Um, <laughs> all right. So, James Davis, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. You know when you did your video, Baraka Flaka Flames? Yes. Th- who was your makeup artist? Because you looked really similar to Barack in that video. Uh, her name was Natalie Martinez. She was... Uh, a friend slash girlfriend of another friend. And, uh, yeah, we just did a makeup test, and we were like, can we make me light skin? Can we make me Barack-like? And uh, 
it looked real enough and we did it and like throughout the whole video my makeup is getting all over my suit and we're trying to cover it up as much as possible but if you look back look in the scenes like you can see the makeup getting on the collar of my uh of your suit of my suit of my shirt oh man yeah but i mean like it didn't stop the popularity or you know get people to think differently yeah it just makes it just look even more grimy no it looked great so yeah did you like wearing makeup no that's probably a reason why i haven't done more barack videos more baraka flocka videos just because i don't enjoy putting on because it's so greasy and yeah and it's, and i have to like you can't like rub your eye it's yeah it's just it's, it's a lot it's a lot and i have to do it with my hands and then i take it very seriously and detailed so like you know, I, I I match my hairline to his hairline, and it's like, so after like, it's just, it's a. Did it help you? Did it help you understand women more from wearing makeup for? I mean, if you're wearing that much makeup, like you're a you're a trashy little woman, and you need to stop wearing that much makeup. Uh huh. <laughs> like, just show the world who you really are. Like, I mean, make yeah, I, I get it. Like makeup. You should just never... The, the amount of makeup I had, n- nobody should be wearing. Yeah. For recreational... No, you had, you, had, you had it caked on. I had it caked on. So, like, if you're... And I see women who cake on makeup. And if you cake on makeup, you're... Just know you're putting on a mask. Like, you're not... Yeah. You're not you. Like, you're putting on a mask to the world. And whatever you catch with that mask, one day you're going to have to take a shower and then see him after. It's like meeting a guy on Halloween when he's all dressed up. And you don't, you know, he's dressed up as like a sexy firefighter or whatever. But then you just see him normally and you're just like, mm. Right, exactly. He doesn't have his superhero ness <laughs> on. Right? Exactly. So you get a lot of girls from your comedy shows. What is, what is groupie sex like for you? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't really indulge in groupies like that. You don't? I mean, I try to stay focused. You, you don't, you don't, you don't know where these 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 ladies are coming from, man. Uh huh. You, know, you don't know what's what's popping. I feel like the entertainers who are like taking down comedy groupies, especially like comedy groupies. A lot of comedians weren't, you know, cool in high school or really haven't had their fun with relationships and women. So this is an exciting time for women to be coming up to them after a show and showing immediate sexual interest. But like. I mean, I still have my standards, so, you know, unless, like, if if Beyonce, if Halle Berry, if if somebody intensely gorgeous is coming up to me after a show, uh-huh. yeah, we're going to have a conversation, and, you know, but those type of people probably aren't going to smash it immediately anyway. Either way, you know, I'm 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 not indulging in that, that, you that rock star comedy life right now. Really? It's not it's not popping like that. See, that's surprising to me. I would just assume that any guy comedian would just take advantage of that cuz it's just like free pussy. But maybe that's just a stereotype and you're you don't fit that. Everything free, you don't just cuz it's free, you don't want it. Do you take do you eat every sample at Costco? No. Exactly. Right. Only the ones you like. So, did you maybe it's because you got laid in high school? I'm just saying, I'm not desperate. Yeah. Quality over quantity. Now, like I said, who's who's to say if you know America's next top model 
is in the room and she thought I was hilarious and she wants to hang out afterwards, I'm not going to send her on her way. Right. You're not going to be all noble and be like, I don't do, you know, audience members. We'll hang out, but I'm not in, I'm not in comedy to uh, fish out the, the little thoughts in the crowd. (laughs) Thoughties. That's not not why I do it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But a lot of comedians do. They do it for the thoughties. Well, you must have lost your virginity early then, because you're not like into all that. I want to be. I want to be really rich, because then, like, that's the groupies. Then, like, when when women know you're really rich, like, like I'm only like, <clears throat> I'm only like kind of popping. But someone more popping could come the next day, and the chick I'm talking to is gonna be like, oh, it's, could be scooped up by him. Yeah. So. You know, why Why buy into the temporary? You want to be like Nick Cannon rich? Ha. I want to be uh, that that dude who we don't even know about rich. Who's like incognito that you're just like, but people talk about like, dude, you but know. They just know, you he's know. He's a fucking billionaire. But I want my money to be moving anyway. So it's just like you just see properties and, and projects and things flourishing and my name on it. So what are you working on now? Uh, you know, when I get back from New York to L.A., I have a meeting with producers. I'm uh, working on a show for Comedy Central, trying to uh, sell a scripted show for either Networks or Showtime or something like that. So I've been working on those two projects. I got the Comedy Central Snapchat show, Swagasaurus. Oh, cool. Which uh, is on Comedy Central Snapchat Discover every Monday. It's the first thing that pops up every Monday when you click on Comedy Swagasaurus. Central. Swagasaurus. It's like your swaggy thesaurus. So I teach you what different words and phrases mean. Like no way. I love that. Season, fuck boy. Netflix and chill. Oh, cool. All that type of stuff. Salty. Thirsty. It's kind of like an Urban Dictionary video. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But nice. it's my Urban Dictionary. It's your personal Urban Dictionary. So it may not, sometimes it may not Are be Are you making urban. shit up too? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. But if I told you I was making it up, it might take away from it, so I wouldn't tell you. So you just leave the it's audience wondering. There, you know? That's why it's my swagger source. You know, it's not the world's. It's just like the new King James version of yeah. Urban Dictionary. That's awesome. So, I'm so it's on ComedyCentral.com. No, on there's on Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat, right? Yes, it's a Snapchat show, but it's doing well. So uh, it's been running for like three months. Swagasaurus, yeah, great name. Two, three, two, three months. Yeah, yeah. So that's going on, and then I'm here in New York right now for doing Urban Dictionary. Right. I don't know when this airs. If it will have aired already, when do you when do you put this up? Um, I might put it up Friday. Great. So this will be too late to promote that show, but people just know that it went down. Right. Last night. Exactly. And that I'm headed to Montreal. Oh, uh, shit. Actually, next Friday to do Urban Dictionary in Montreal. We taking the world with, with international. Um. <laughs> 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 Where did the word worldwide go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. Amazing. And you're also a prolific rapper. Oh, well, I mean, you know. <laughs> well, I've you... rapped a little bit on Wild and Out and some other yeah. stuff, but I wouldn't call it prolific. But I'm on my way. Well, I, I don't I, I don't not believe in myself as a lyricist. I mean, you're funny and you can lay down those rhymes. How did you learn how to rap? Where were you? Like, how old were you? 
Uh, I mean, I just grew up black, and um, oh. that's just part of the culture. Uh-huh. You literally listen to rap. You do. I mean, just like you play basketball, because you watch basketball, you listen to rap, you start rapping. So, some people get good, some people don't. Some people got a little... I mean, does everybody who listens to rap start rapping? Yes. No. They aren't good, but they start rapping. Everybody who everybody. listens to... No, that's not everybody true. Everybody who's listening to rap as a, is at some point rapping to themselves or rapping along with the music, and then, you know, they've attempted to freestyle uh-huh. by themselves or with a group of close friends to which they can be vulnerable with, but they have done it. Yeah. Freestyling is so hard. Uh, it's not the, it's not the easiest. I'm, I mean, I'm not the best at it. I mean, but I'm not the worst at it. Like you always have to think a couple bars ahead and you got to think of what's going to rhyme. And I mean, do you the have, the more you have knowledge of how lyrics work and the more you can catch the rhythm of the beat and focus on writing that rhythm. But yeah, you have to stay ahead of it a little bit. Hey, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. You know, I'm not the best. I'm no, I'm no Snoop Dogg. But, but you're a comedian. I mean, he's exactly. He's so, a professional <clears throat> pot smoking not my, rapper. Rap is not my 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 number one forte. If I was to tell people what I did, rap is not even mentioned in the first conversation. Now, when you get to know me, I'm like, oh yeah, I've been hiding some things. Right. A little mystery. So when you rap, do you did you go to like um, I don't know Juilliard or for rap? No, I mean, like, yeah, like, or do you just, like, hang out with your friends and just start freestyling? It's literally a part of the culture. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I, when I'm with my black friends at my college, uh-huh. uh, we know some music's on, then we just start freestyling. Hanging right. out with some comedians before or after the show. Start freestyling. Yeah. You know? Uh, my boy who I'm with right now, you know, we, we take it further. We we make music. Like, he produces, I, I get on the track. He's making his own music. I mean, it's just, if you love music, at some point you got to dabble into it and just see what you can do. It's like a the Pandora's, the Pandora's box of being a music fan is to then try to dabble in music yourself. Right. Because you're like, it looks so good because you've been watching it for so long and you've seen the, 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 the benefits and the successes and the victories attached to people with music that you're like, oh, what if I tried my hand at, you know, rapping like Jay-Z? You know, I, I got a reasonable doubt in me. I feel yeah. like every true music fan has those thoughts and fantasies. And so for me, it's just like, I don't want to die not having, you know, expressed and used every gift God gave me. Sweet. Praise, so praise hands emoji. <laughs> so I met you on Wallin' Out. Yeah, and you, you know what? I always tell people like how amazing everybody is on Wallin' Out. Like mm -hmm. that I feel like Wallin' Out is black SNL, but like mm -hmm. like I would rather watch Wallin' Out. I was just like swimming in like a sea of talent. Yeah. And you work <clears throat> for them as a consultant and a cast member. Yeah. I did for that season. Oh, you don't rock. do that anymore. I didn't do it for the next season. I did it for the second season back from... So, like, not this past season that's on TV right now, mm -hmm. but the season before. Because it was, like, too much? A little too much, yeah. I felt like it affected my performance on the show because I was also helping everybody with their jokes behind right. the scenes. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of... Some of my great jokes were, you know, used by other people. 
you know, they got, they got laughs, which is what, what my job description is. But at the same time, then, you know, I need to have my jokes. Right. And my, my, my points. I yeah. Get off. No, it's, that's so hard. I mean, how can you work for the show and, mm-hmm. and be in the cast? It's crazy. It's, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot, but you know, I could do it. I did do it. Right. I had some moments. And that's all you really want is some moments, some commercial moments or a moment where you're like, oh, yeah, he's funny. He got him. Like, I I feel like on the Nelly episode, I, I got Nelly with a good zinger that will uh, always be remembered. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, you know. Cool. I'll be back when I, I when they call me. Yeah, man. Well, we'll be looking out for, what is it, season eight? Yes. Yeah, right? Ten. Man. Yeah, it's wild. It's fucking crazy. The show keeps on going, but people love it. It's an institution. Totally. People really love it. Mm-hmm. And But I also feel like there's certain people who watch it and love it, but then there's also people who just have heard about it and never seen an episode. Like, white people, you know? Mm-hmm. They would just, they'll just watch SNL and... Well, and yeah. I or mean, they'll there's... discredit it and be like, oh, it's just a bunch of, like, racist, Wild sexist out, humor. Wild and Out is not a crossover credit. You don't do well now, and then you start doing a bunch of like network stuff, or you know, it's something that gets you exposure to a certain fan base, mm-hmm. but it's still not looked at or respected in the industry the way other projects have, are. Have you ever been in like a wild style rehearsal or taping, <clears throat> and like somebody rapped about you, and then it got serious? Like you? Never, never, not with me. I mean, it does get kind of serious, low blows and stuff, but, I mean, this is TV. Like, people know what it is at the end of the day. I mean, are you going to really fire on somebody and just not get your check and yeah. not be on the show for the rest of the season? No one's that angry at somebody. Like, so, it's just it's just jokes, man. It's just jokes, and if you can't take that, you can't be on the show. Some people get a little butthurt after certain lines or whatever, and then they just don't come back to the show. It's just like, you know what, the show wasn't for me. Yeah, you can't take it personally. Yeah, you can't. It's just jokes. I mean, it's just entertainment. You gotta, you gotta love yourself. At the end of the day, you gotta love yourself. No matter what anybody says, it's, you can't, you don't need to be understood. You don't need to be living in anybody else's view of yourself. It's your view of yourself. So if you the shit, you the shit, don't matter. Exactly. And that's what the majority of the people feel on that stage, so, you know, you throw a little joke here and there, but at the end of the day, we're going to leave and get our wild and out check, you know, and go, you know, see what's up with these ladies and the, the fans, you know, in the stands. So you're, you also <laughs> play Oliver. I love your character on Real Husbands of Hollywood. Thank you. How'd you get that? I auditioned. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I know uh, some of the writers and the executive producers, and I know Kevin. I had, I had actually seen Kevin in Montreal. Um maybe a month before I auditioned just like and hung out with him in Montreal uh, and so but it was just it was whatever it was just chilling and then uh, I got the audition and then they told me I got the part and it was only supposed to be for like one episode or two episodes and then they just kept on bringing me back and you know me and Kevin had a, a certain comedic chemistry or whatever that just was like cool and fun and you know working with him is great and now that's awesome so is he kind of like your boss on the show or no yeah he's definitely my boss on the show yeah you know like as far as 
you know, in the narrative, he's my boss and I'm his assistant. And then, you know, he's an executive producer and I'm, you know, an actor. So he's my boss both ways. Right. So it's easy to, you know, give him that that boss respect on camera. Did you take acting classes or did you were you just a natural? No, I've taken acting classes. Uh-huh. And do you think they helped? Um, yeah. I mean, training is training. You know right. what I'm saying? So, you know, I just, uh, I feel like my training has just helped me to just understand certain things about performance. I'm not saying I'm Denzel or, you know, Chiwetel Air or whatever his name is. Uh, but, uh, you know, that is right. 12 Years a Slave. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> good. I just shouted him out. He's a good actor. He needs that love. What's his name? Chiwetel. Oh. Chiwetel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I, I don't know how yeah. to pronounce his name, but I've seen it written. Chewy to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck it up with me. Exactly. Fuck up his name. <laughs> Let's fuck up his name. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, but I, I definitely feel like I understand acting. I, I, you put me in a scene. I know how to be organic and natural. Yeah. Acting, how much? How act- much do you guys improv on there? On where? On Real Husbands. Oh, a lot. A lot. I mean, there's a script, a great script, but then there's just times to have fun. So do you guys do a rehearsal and then tape it, or just let's shoot and see what happens and everybody improv? Uh, we, have, we have a rehearsal, and then we, and then we shoot it. Cool. And I mean, you know, Kevin, Kevin is, he's going to do his lines, but he's not going to do his lines. And you just got to keep up with him if he, does, if he decides to go somewhere else. And that's what's fun. That's where the to keep up happens. with him, yeah. To keep up with him, yeah. Not lose the scene. Uh, it's a lot of veteran actors and comedians. They feel like they're the you know the shit, and they want to improv and stuff. And so you just got to be ready for whatever they bring you. So working with Kevin, what do you? I mean, he's like blown up like so crazy. What What do you learn from him? I am so starving. By the way, I just I brought you a donut. This. Do you want a donut? Is it a wheat donut? No, it's a regular donut. It's a hibiscus donut from dough. Whip it out. Pull it out. I mean, All it right. doesn't sound great, but... It is. It's fucking delicious. I'll try it out. All right. Well, and, and, well, I don't want you eating a donut, so we'll just... Um, we'll do that after. We'll do that after. Yeah, no, no. We could wrap after. this up. Um, and the reason I asked if it was a weed, brain, or a weed donut is not because I wanted it to be a weed donut, but because so much drugs were talked about earlier in the conversation, I just had to make sure it was... Yeah, no. It's, it's right. a sober donut. A sober donut. Yeah. yeah. Because James has his shit together, people. Let it be known. <laughs> well, that's why. <laughs> Let it be known. James has his shit together. Dot com. Dot com. Never late. No, it's thejamesdavis.com. T-H-E-E. Thejamesdavis.com. At thejamesdavis on Twitter, Instagram. Faith, no, just Instagram and Twitter. Go online, watch his... Um, Snapchat as well. Yeah, Snapchat. Are you periscoping? Not periscoping. Um, all right, we'll go to Snapchat. <laughs> but definitely go to Snapchat. Go to Comedy Central Discover on Mondays and watch that Swagasaurus with James Davis. All right. Thank you so much for being on my podcast, James Davis. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. You are hilarious. You uh, are doing big things. What are you up to? Tell me, what what are you up to? How can we be down? Um, well, I'm just working on my podcast and just doing shows, doing colleges. And Are you out here in New York? Are you, like, centered? Are you no. based out here? 
Now you're just here for the festival? No, yeah, I'm just here for the festival. Okay, where are you? You're in so, Miami? I'm in Miami. Okay. Well, next With Conceited. With Conceited. Not, I mean, yeah, he yeah. lives there, but living, living with Conceited. No. Right? <laughs> you Conceited from while now I'm No. <laughs> Exclusive no. people, big news, big news. <laughs> conceited and Esther Koo are No, me and, me and Conceited have beef that we're not going to get into. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But. Well, as all married couples do. <laughs> Shut up. All right. So anyway, check him out online. He's fucking hilarious. Watch his Comedy Central Swagosaurus show. Thank you so much. See you next week. Hi, gang. Well, that wasn't awkward. Uh, <laughs> man, that was not awkward. No, it wasn't. Well, thank you, James Davis, for being on my podcast. Um, albeit it was a little awkward. But I wanted to share this episode just to show you guys that, hey, hey, man, not everybody kisses my ass. You know what I'm saying? And that's fine. That's fine. I feel like there's this stigma out there. And we need to tear the stigma down that, like, if you're a known weed smoker, that, like, people have this perception, like, oh, well, you must be a slacker. Well, that ain't true, all right? Joe Rogan smokes weed before recording his podcast, and he's got the number one podcast in comedy. So I feel like we need to work together to change the stigma that, hey, listen, just because you smoke weed don't mean you're a slacker. There's tons of successful people who smoke weed and can function and actually thrive in their industries, and they thrive in life. So... Down with the stigma. Anyway, James Davis's show is now on Comedy Central's website, um, Swagasaurus. So check that out if you want. All right. Well, this week is a short episode altogether because he, he was hungry. So we stopped recording. <laughs>